welcome to the Harmony and Healing podcast, a podcast about music, health, wellness, and activism that will help you to find balance between life as a musician and self-care with health and wellness. I'm Jazzy Piggott, a tuba player, certified personal trainer, writer, and now podcaster coming to you from Baltimore, Maryland with my co-host. Bree Nunley. I am a trumpet player and general just like music teacher, and I'm currently in Tallahassee, Florida, finishing up my studies at Florida State University getting ready to move to Baltimore, Maryland in these next two weeks as well. I just got a cat, Raj, six days ago, and I love him. He's everything, but also he definitely does get me moving even when I don't want to move because he's a kitten. He's only three months old, so he definitely, like, is still active. Like, he's a tabby, so eventually he's going to be, like, just a sleepy little loaf boy, but for now he's still, like, a playful kitten, so... I have to like engage with him and like play with him occasionally even when I don't want to get up when I first got him though he like ran up a tree in the front yard because the girl that like had him fostered just threw him out when she like got out the car because she took a long trip and was just like tired of having all the cats in the car and she just threw out my cat and he was like oh cool a new environment I've never been in before by a forest and then he just ran up a tree but um I woke up the next day and he was like just sitting on the side of the house. So that is my movie boy, but he's definitely a runner, a track star. <laughs> Has the movement impacted your mood at all? No, um, for sure. It's, it's, he's definitely a serotonin boost all the time. Like That's the movement good. is also good, but like his general existence is a serotonin boost for me. Okay. So Today, we're just going to talk about exercise and just moving in general. For me, exercise is like super important, especially in my life, because I'm a trainer and that's like my, my side job right now. So it kind of has to be important. But I feel like without exercise, I'm not really ever fully there. Like I'm always really tired if I haven't moved for the day and stuff like that. But it took me a while to get to that level. How and why is exercise important in your life for you for movement? Um. For me, I just, I see it as a basic human principle of like, if we were without technology still, what would I be doing with like my mind and body like at its like peak? Because we have to admit that like, while technology is helpful for like, it definitely has like enhanced like our ability to like, you know, get more information, even if it is like overwhelming at times, that is nice. But like it definitely has inhibited like our normal physical abilities as humans like we're definitely not as strong as like we could be <laughs> but in processed foods and other things are included in that but um i just try to like think about it as like at the core of it i definitely need to be like moving because that's what a human naturally does i can't let technology turn me into like a couch potato sloth like a normal human is supposed to be like hunting down food and like foraging to like survive just as like an animal would I definitely need to like at least put in some effort to make myself mobile to be a functioning human it's hard to not get caught up in like the cog of like the schedule and capitalism and like those things to do because those things have nothing to do with like your actual human functions <laughs> yeah you like a whole week of like office work and never run or do anything once that's true it's very easy to get away with not doing anything especially with music where you're just sitting in a practice room and then you go home and then because you're tired of sitting in a practice room you like sit in front of a computer and scroll social media and then that's just kind of your existence it's like the depression trap of the nine to five 
you're too tired from sitting all day so then you sit all day and do something you want to do but it's like <laughs> you it's hard to remind like well you need to like be educated and like try to stay aware enough to remember that like you need to be moving and that's why like a lot of nursing homes are like really big on like physical movement as well because it's really important for like keeping yourself like mentally sharp is by keeping yourself physically mobile as well it all functions together yeah so when talking about movement um the current guidelines the department of health recommends about 150 to 300 minutes moderate intensity activity or 75 to 150 minutes of vigorous activity with two days of resistance training per week so that's about 30 minutes to an hour a day of exercise um, most people do not get that, but you should. It's not really hard to put 30 minutes into anything because you can do that by like incrementally doing it. So like maybe 10 minutes before dinner, 10 minutes before lunch, 10 minutes before breakfast and things like that. Yeah, no, definitely. It's it's funny because I was talking to my friend Abby about how like it's kind of embarrassing. I, I guess like I also think it's a little bit embarrassing to not be a functional human to me. Like I feel a little silly to not be able to run a full mile. I'm like, oh dang, I am out of shape. Like that's like a tick for me where I'm kind of like personally, I would feel like a better human functionally and physically if I could run a mile. If someone tried to hunt me down, I'm out the jungle, you know? <laughs> I mean, most people can't run a mile. So the fact that you're I actually guess, running, but that's is just more like nothing. a statement of like embarrassment to like modern health. It's definitely not like a, you know, that's how humans should be vibe. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But at least you're running. I'm at trying. least you're doing something. I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> I book a solid like exactly 0.33 before my body is like. How <gasps> <gasps> to work up to it? There's a couch to 5k app. That's what I did to like start running. That's Have you tried that? No, I'm, I try to just like, I do get faster each week. Cause like when I first started like a month ago, it was like, I can only do like point a quarter of a mile, you know, and mm -hmm. now I've gotten to a third of a mile. So it's definitely like natural growth there. But whenever I try those apps, I get very discouraged when I can't meet their goals and it makes me just want to quit. <laughs> oh. Well, it starts off really easy. It starts off where it's like, you run for 30 seconds and then you walk for three minutes and you do that for like 20 minutes. And oh, then... that does start pretty easy. Yeah, it I starts really easy. I tried the Nike running app. Oh, no, God. Kicked <laughs> my butt. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I think it wanted me to run for like three minutes straight and then just like walk it out for a minute. Oh, my and gosh. I'm like, what amazing bolt is this routine? <laughs> Yeah. No. no, I started running like last year using that app. And like before, like I could not run. It was hard for me to run the 30 seconds. And now I'm like trained for a half marathon. So hmm. period. And that was couch to 5k, you said? Yeah. C to 5k is how it is in the app store. Gotcha. Um, also with the, the cat, that like amount of time sounds crazy, like 75 minutes. But when I looked up how much time like the cat needs to be active a day, the cat needs to be active 30 minutes a day. So like, damn, that kind of adds up that I would need to be active like 75 minutes a day. Like, <laughs> No, 75 a week. A oh, a week? Yeah, oh. a week. 
that's not that crazy it's it's not it's really not <laughs> at all I, I think i'm like remember when like michelle obama was like yelling at children to work out <laughs> yes. i think she was telling kids to work out like an hour a day it was like, i mean you gotta get moving you gotta get moving it's like it's not hard in theory it's just hard to start and then especially if you're starting from nothing like fathoming the fact that you're going to suddenly go from nothing to like an hour a day is really hard to get over that mental hurdle you know a seating job is one thing but a standing job that is definitely a different thing have you done a standing job before? Um, training is like half a standing job. It's spicy because I did like sit work like my first like two years of like working as like an adult. And then like my like pandemic time was like, well, actually I was an usher too. So I definitely was like standing, but not as long as I did as like a hostess. And like with a standing job, that was like a whole other struggle of like, I am so physically exhausted after every single shift. Like my brain was like, sap there was no like workout or anything I was like gonna be doing so I was just like my feet are throbbing <laughs> after every single one of these trips I just kind of like accepted that like if I was doing a standing job for more than like 30 hours a week that was the workout like I'm not <laughs> that heavy of like a workout person so I was very like pretty sad after eight hours of standing did you walk yeah that was when I didn't have a car so um I was walking a mile and a half to work and a mile and a half back and I still had seven hours in between. So I was very like, yeah, I don't think I need to like do like weighted squats after that. Like, <laughs> Well, no, the mile and a half walk is, it's exercise. That's like, that's all you need to do. Like, it was very weird. When I didn't have a car, I would kind of forget that like walking was an exercise because I, I kind of treated my body like it was a car. I was just like, I need to get places. I kind of forgot that it was actually like a form of exercise for me still. I was just like, no, you just got to get somewhere. Yeah. Exercise, it just, it comes in so many different forms. And walking is definitely the most basic form that most people can do. Some people can't. Um, and then there's other things that you can do. So just finding an exercise that's good for you. Like if that is walking, that's walking. If it's running, it's running, but it might not be running. A lot of people jump to running. And then if you hate running, then don't, don't run. Like, I don't, I don't understand why people who hate running run. <laughs> just don't run. So yeah, my PSA on why you shouldn't jump in. <laughs> running isn't good for you. The Harmony and Healing podcast. <laughs> no, it's not bad for you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Okay, okay. I was gonna say. Like, like me no, as a half um, marathoner, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like running um, for when I'm feeling like sleepy or like I just notice myself getting like mentally groggy or if my brain's feeling too cluttered, but I'm not feeling in the right space enough. Like, almost when I get so cluttered, I can't meditate. That's mm -hmm. when it's time to run it off. So I can't like sit still. It's kind of like the same with the cat. If I can't get the cat to sleep, I gotta play with it more. I also need to run around too. I have a lot of like energy. So gotta run eventually. Yeah, I mean that energy and the focus and like getting rid of that brain fog is definitely one of the benefits of exercise. So yeah, I also, I have ADHD. So it's just like one of those like if I run in the morning, it really helps my focus throughout the day. 
if I like have already like gotten that extra energy out. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Podcast with ADHD, trying not to get off track the whole time. <laughs> uh, trying not to talk too fast and get off track the whole time. <laughs> so I got my desk. You no, know, I had an interesting conversation with someone the other day where they were like, we were sitting and talking, and they like suddenly said like, "Wow." I wish you guys knew what it was like to have ADHD. Like, it's just like really hard for me out here. Like, I don't, and I was like, you know, it's so wild because like I do too. And they were like, but you don't, you, there's levels to it. Like, <laughs> you don't have it like they have it. And I'm like, you know, it's so wild. I actually struggle quite a bit, but due to that being a black woman thing, mm-hmm. I can't really act up the way that you're able to and make an excuse out of it like you're doing right now. <laughs> I didn't say all that, you know, just wanted to have a good time. So I was just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, for me, it went so it went undiagnosed for a long time because I'm just very like I know if I need to get something done, I'm gonna make it get done. It might take several hours for the thing to get done because I get really distracted with literally anything and I don't listen to people when they talk to me. Um <laughs> but you know it. I covered it up for a long time until I was just like, okay, maybe it's not normal to just be distracted by everything. And yeah, but diagnosis changed my life and moving changed my life because now I'm more productive, so. Okay, so getting back to the benefits of exercise. The first one we talked about was just having better energy, better focus and better productivity. There was a study in which they decided to add workplace movement to um, an office, like their their work day. And at the end of it, they saw a significant increase in the productivity that the group was able to give off. So it's definitely one of the effects that most people should be aware of. So maybe if you are struggling like in a practice room and you can't focus, just go take like a five minute walk somewhere. And then hopefully you'll be able to clear up your brain just a little bit and get started again. Yeah, facts. That's like, I think I've mentioned before in an episode, that's like one of my favorite practice routines is like the 10 minute like setup and then two minute breaks. And then two minute breaks, I love taking a lap around. I always set a timer because like I said, I get distracted really easy. There's a lot of friends in the music building. So like I need a third party device to be like, oh, sorry, my alarm's off. Gotta go. (laughs) Ooh, the respiratory functionality. Yeah, let's talk about that. Because like okay. that was like another big reason why I started running was for my um recital. I couldn't like after the pandemic and everything, I couldn't like actually beat my face as much as I needed to to make myself play an hour long recital. Like I think mm-hmm. I kind of talked about that a little bit. Like when we first started the podcast, I was like, haha, like I don't know how the heck I'm gonna do that, but like we'll figure it out. And the answer to that was I ended up doing more like running so that way my lungs were just better ready to do that kind of run just because, I don't know, a recital does kind of feel like a run in its own way. I don't know if you feel that way too, Gabby. Yeah, I do have um, a blog post about that called Performing Like an Athlete where I discuss the similarities between athletic events and music concerts like and events like that. Because mm-hmm. the way you're using your body, it's very taxing in very different ways, but it's also very similar in the same way. Like you have to train or practice like you're training. So that's like getting time off, 
and making sure things are structured and almost periodized because otherwise you, you're going to set yourself up for failure. I realized that in my recital because I got really tired really fast and then I like started doing weird things to compensate for that the week before my recital and I was just praying that it wouldn't mess up my playing. It didn't, but it was just, I was compensating in weird ways that I had air coming out of my nose while I was playing the instrument and it was not good. Yeah, those those takes are not fun to deal with. I remember we shouted about that last week. Um, but with the decreased risk of injury, that's definitely facts. Because it's like with all the people I know over the age of like 45, the immediate thing their doctors are telling them about like any of those like, you know, over 45-year-old problems you typically hear about are, yo, why'd you stop exercising once you got busy? Yeah, of course, like life gets crazy, but you can't really make it through the whole life thing if you're not continuing to take care of the body. You just, it's unfortunate that like our society doesn't value physical health as much as like it values your capitalistic output, but like <laughs> you really do need to like take time to take care of your physical body if you want to actually have a long and healthy life as cliche and annoying that, that sounds. Yeah, and then that decreased risk of injury, it does come from resistance training because resistance training, it makes your muscles stronger, it corrects imbalances, it will actually strengthen your bones. So then if you have a set foundation, if you fall, you're less likely to severely hurt yourself. Well, the better sleep is facts because I don't know, it's it's an interesting effect when I run because like, like we mentioned earlier, like when I run in the morning, it gives me like this perfect balance of like that morning runner's high, but I still do get like a perfect level of like tire out around like 1030. Yeah, definitely running because it, it exhausts the body because you are using your body um, actively. Mm -hmm. But to be careful about though, is you don't want to run within two hours of bedtime or do any sort of vigorous activity because that'll actually increase your heart rate and make you have poor quality sleep, even if you're able to get to sleep at that time. Ooh, gotcha. But yeah, it's, it's really interesting because it's like um, both of my parents are dealing with like their own health issues right now. And they're both like completely changing their diets and like exercise right now for that. And my dad is like working out and doing like this no processed foods, no red meats right now. And it's all very jarring to him. It's like, oh yeah, I needed to actually take care of my body. And that's all like really catching up to me. But I don't know. It's just like a nice like warning sign for like me and my brother to just continue to take care of ourselves, you know, before we get to that type of point. Yeah, like taking early intervention is definitely easier than undoing it after it's like already too late. Like for me, if I was just losing 50 pounds, that would have been different than me losing 130 pounds. So exactly. start and start when you can. <laughs> yeah, and the choice to like do these things young is also helpful. Be grateful that you are like, if you are healthy and like comfortable with your body, be like grateful for your body and like continue to take care of it so you can keep that body because like, your body doesn't have to keep doing like that young people stuff if you're not taking care of it. Yeah, exactly. I know they always say that like in your 20s, you can get away with stuff. And then as soon as you turn 30, like everything you do starts to show. I mm -hmm. mean, I'm not 30 yet, but I've seen people over 30. So just be aware and start making changes now in order to live better, longer. And non-exercise tip, moisturize. 
<laughs> Moisturize. Okay, now I know like for us, we get ashy, but like for non-black and brown people, can they get away with that? Um, it would appear that they would, but it would catch up to them, which is like okay. the whole like, I think that's where like the myth of black don't crack comes from. Oh. like we are all actively moisturizing because we have to <laughs> whereas other people can get away with not actively moisturizing throughout their lives and it catches up to them very quickly whereas for black people they're like constantly moisturizing and that keeps their skin looking fresher longer so moisturize okay not exercise but very important <laughs> life tip <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Move after you exercise, you have to take a shower, and then after you shower, you should moisturize. So there we go. There's a link. <laughs> <laughs> we found the circle. <laughs> okay, so now that we talked about the benefit package of exercise, let's talk about how to like start up your exercise routine and like finding an activity you enjoy. Jazzy, what did you have to give him for advice on that? So find something that you actually enjoy if you're trying to start exercising, because it will be a lot easier for you to start something if you find joy in it for me like I just did not like exercising when I first started exercising but what I was able to do was I realized okay the recumbent bike isn't that bad because it feels like I'm sitting on the couch and then I'm just pedaling and then if I'm putting on Netflix at the same time I'm just doing what I would be doing at home but now I'm active while doing it so that was how I was able to start exercising I didn't start with running um, or just something I didn't like. I just found what I could do. So maybe for you, that might be like jujitsu or a Zumba class. Just find something that you enjoy it and just keep trying things out until there is something you enjoy. Because there will be something you enjoy. It's not like you hate all forms of movement. I know some people think they do, but you haven't tried everything. Yeah, facts. Um, I was thinking with like choosing an activity you enjoy. I remember I used to like really love riding my bike as a kid and that was like one of my favorite ways to exercise even like throughout high school and the only reason I stopped riding my bike was because it got stolen in like my freshman year on campus but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but before that I was an avid and very happy bike rider my brother was also an avid and very happy happy bike rider like my brother would like ride his bike around like the city like 12 miles a day he just loves riding his bike but I think like that just kind of reminds me that um kind of like with like the cat like being a kitten and just needing to run around all the time because he's a kitten by nature maybe try to like connect with the exercises you did when you were like four to eight when you first started moving around and like maybe reconnect with those things that like used to excite you like for me that would be the bike um or dancing walking running that type of thing yeah was there any like sports in particular you used to do like as like a kid I was always really bad at things. <laughs> I would always like make myself do something. The one thing I did do like consistently was tennis. Um, I was on the JV and varsity team in high school. Um, I don't play tennis now though, but I used to. I don't think there's anything I actually do now that I enjoyed as a kid. Maybe weightlifting because when I did start like going to the gym when I was like 13 with my mom, I did enjoy that. And now like I do kind of do that almost for a living. Yeah, when I would go to the gym with my mom, my power move was the elliptical machine. <laughs> it just so happened to be in front of the TV that would play Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reruns. So I was like, 
this is where I go, period. <laughs> <laughs> Do we consider bowling exercise? That was like my grandpa's sport. <laughs> it's activity. It is an activity. You are like moving. Bowling. You gotta get the heaviest ball you can find. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining it. Like someone really trying to make a flex out of like a bowling ball. I mean, it's a sport, right? Like it, it is a sport. Like the strike is a flex. I'm imagining someone like trying to make a flex out of like the weight of the ball. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I have a strong arm. My uh, 10 pounder. <laughs> Once you find your activity, you should try to like start small. Yes. Jazzy, what's your process on like so like you were talking about that app um seed to speed or like what's it called d25k <laughs> i like my app name better okay <laughs> seed to speed maybe one day you become an app developer there's so many i have so many notes on my phone as if one day i'm gonna become steve jobs and actually make any of those apps <laughs> If I ever marry an app developer, we'll chat. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, starting small and like using tools like that. (laughs) Yeah. And then realizing like everything counts. Like walking is exercise. People don't consider it exercise for whatever reason, but it is exercise. And even something as small as walking for five minutes or just pacing around your house, that's activity. So start little. Don't get focused on, oh, I have to do 30 minutes at once in order to exercise. If you don't have 30 minutes in a block in your schedule, then find five minutes. Most people can find five minutes somewhere in their day. Ooh, my my mom used to have a trick where she would um walk on TV commercials. Well, my mom's not like a TV person, but like she would like make me do it because she'd be like, I she would just hate seeing me like sit for too long. I love America's Next Top Model marathons on TV. Mm-hmm. But she would be like, girl you cannot actually just sit here like six hours straight so she would have me like do laps around the couch while I waited like for commercials to end (laughs) so I was still like active or whatever yeah that's that's like a little four minute break (laughs) yeah and then also when you're starting to exercise you just got to start loving the process so you got to focus on the journey not the destination So maybe you have a goal like to lose weight, but if you're focusing on that goal and you finally lose the weight, then you need to be able to keep it going. So that means you have to be in love with the idea of movement. You can't be just liking this goal and then you hit the goal and then you're like, okay, I'm done. Like you're not going to keep the weight off that way. Yeah, that's true. For me, it's just like, again, it's a connecting to humanity thing that helps me like commit to like the journey of it like I like to see myself grow I like to see things grow in general that's why I like working with kids and like raising plants and you know my kitten um so it's just like nice to see like myself go from like even just like the quarter mile to a third mile I just appreciate that process and like the hope of getting better yeah and then you get to look on it and reflect and be like oh I used to not be able to run like two minutes straight. Now I'm like running for five. And you just get to see your progress. Yes. It also makes me feel like I'm Wonder Woman, which is fun. <laughs> but I also listen to like Wonder Woman's music while I work out. <laughs> sounds like inspiring. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I have her music, um, Mulan's music, all the the cool ladies of cinema's music on a workout playlist. I have called The Way of the Warrior that also includes the art of the samurai's music. That's another thing is if I had a really core harmony and healing starting to exercise tip, it's get your playlist right if you want to get your mind right and excited about working out. I listen to podcasts. Or get your podcast right. <laughs> I don't know how you do a podcast, girl, because I need, if I'm going to, like, do cardio, I need something to keep my heart rate going. I cannot, like, vibe to just words that long. Mm. I just, I need to distract myself, because otherwise I'm just thinking about how miserable running is. Like, if it's music, it's not enough. So, like, I have to be intellectually <laughs> stimulated. So I'm not like, okay, like, get to that tree. Wow, this is really miserable. Oh, my gosh, why am I doing this? Because that's I don't know. what I do. Have you tried it with classical music? I've tried. It has okay. not. Because I was like, I don't know, with my, my like, attention span, I need... I like classical music because like I can keep looking at different layers while I'm running whereas like with a podcast I, it's very easy for me to like occasionally zone out on a podcast like I'll try to listen to podcasts while I wash my hair and it makes me so frustrated because it's like you know washing my hair is a long process and then like I'll be like really focused on like washing my hair and then I'll be like oh my gosh I have no idea what's happening on this podcast anymore yeah I mean that happens so <laughs> That would definitely happen to me while running. (laughs) Yeah, with running. Yeah, that's why I do audiobooks for running primarily. Right now I'm on a boring audiobook, but it's something to listen to. It's about cooking, but it was like 12 hours about cooking. So I've been like listening to that for the last few weeks. And a lot of it's like really detailed. Like I think today (laughs) he was like going on for 20 minutes about how to properly make a salad. And I'm like, okay. He's like, you take the romaine lettuce and you chop, chop it up. <laughs> chop, chop it up. Yeah, but there's so, a lot of science to it. He's just like, yeah, I tested out the different ways to so, put dressing on the salad. I'm like, oh my gosh. He's just like, yeah, if you do it this way, it won't work. Best you, I'm sorry, but this podcast sounds boring. <laughs> That's this an audio book. I'm himself. almost done with it. Consider? <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's really boring, but I'm a completist, so I can't get myself to stop listening to it. Not that, (laughs) Jazzy. I was like, "What are you doing, listening to?" And you're like, "I, I, I got to see it through, my boy. (laughs) Got to see it through. Almost there. Three more hours." No! Oh my god! What? <laughs> what did you do? You do not need to listen in three more hours of this guy describe salad to you. I mean, I don't, but like I do. With this, like I can't just leave it alone. We leave it alone. It's not an animal. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. By the next time we record. <laughs> We'll see yeah, if I we'll finish Okay. <laughs> we'll check in on Jazzy and if she's still listening to that podcast as her uh, bud. It's what she's looking forward to for next week, I guess. <laughs> oh, wait. And then, uh, did you want to talk about, like, so with finding a personal, like, trainer, how do you find yeah. a personal trainer? You're a personal trainer. I am. Like, 
I am a personal trainer right now. How do you, you got any tips on like sussing out the right trainers? So you got to find somebody who actually takes the chance to get to know you and your goals and doesn't do a generic program. Because if a personal trainer is giving you a generic program, like they give it to every single one of their clients, then there's no point in getting the personal trainer at that point because it's not personal. So with the personal trainer, you want somebody who assesses you and figures out like what your specific imbalances are and then creates a program based on that to work on those things. You also want them to know what you enjoy, what you dislike so that they can try to gear your programming towards that. Because otherwise, if you don't like high intensity interval training and your trainer loves it, and then they just keep giving you high intensity interval training because they don't know what else to give you, then they're probably not a good trainer in general, but especially not for you. That's a mood. Um, my brother, that, speaking of trainers that don't adjust, my brother like tried to train me once like with his like military guy regimen. And like another time that I tasted blood was definitely there. Um, I was like... <laughs> Because he was very much just like, I have a routine. I must serve America. We run a mile at dawn. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I like remember like getting to like, you know, my like third mile tap out point. But like, you know, I'm baby free at this point. So like third mile tap out point is like way past like my breaking point back then. So I'm like, yeah, bro, I got to stop. And he's like, you can't stop. We're not at the mile. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> what do you mean homie I can stop right here watch <laughs> that's the thing that I think I lack that um, a lot of runners have is that like runners have that ability to like just ignore the pain yes. in a way I can't <laughs> yeah getting to learn that has been interesting because I'll I mean, be like this is so yucky I've, I'm sweating this is gross we should stop here I really feel this <laughs> quote-unquote burn we were looking for I think this is a good stopping point <laughs> yeah yeah right now it's like I'll be on mile four and I'm like okay four more left like I'm still miserable but here we go just, absolutely yeah. cannot <laughs> <laughs> not on nope I'm um it, it, it's really embarrassing it's really embarrassing what I'll call a workout Jazzy if we worked I kind of want to do like a side-by-side -side comparison like video <laughs> if I knew how to edit videos it'll be like Jazzy doing like four workouts while I'm refilling my water <laughs> it's <after> movement <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah oh my gosh yesterday I I decided to get a training session with the other trainer who works at my gym and I thought I was fit. Like I, I thought, I thought I was fit. I really and thought I had man, something to offer. <laughs> he destroyed me. He's just like, let's go. And then like, we're doing like this exercise and like my arms actually gave out. Like I could not, <laughs> he's just like, wow, I thought you were good at this stuff. And I'm like, I thought so too, guess not. So I'm going to get some more sessions with him. <laughs> I don't know but isn't that like the best spice of life that there's never really like you never really top the mountain yeah there's always at something at 20 something years old you're not really top <laughs> the mountain unless you're freaking Simone Biles at the Olympics you know <laughs> I mean props to the queen but um <laughs> she is not me I definitely have work to be done <laughs> <laughs> yep 
Yeah, and then like, especially like you adapt to different things too. So like I've really adapted to like weightlifting and strength training, but body weight training is not, is not my thing right now. Like, yeah, weights are another thing that kind of have me like, really? Cause I, I can rationalize, again, I can rationalize exercise that feels like core to like human necessity. But like, I can't imagine like, you know, some prehistoric Brie needing to lift 200 pounds. I'm like, this is ghetto. This is too much. I'm yeah. just, she doesn't need that skill. I feel like the ability <laughs> to lift 50 pounds. Actually, no, but when you really think about it, being able to lift like 100 is a valid skill to be able to lift another person. If another person weighs 100 pounds, it's pretty low. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm talking like helping kids on the Titanic, lifting people. I'm oh, not okay. helping nobody's grown son. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> they can they can vibe, but uh, I want to be able to like you know help out the children. That type of strong. Yeah, yeah. Weightlifting doesn't make sense when you think about it because you're literally voluntarily lifting things for the Good goal job. of making yourself better at lifting things that you don't have to lift on a day-to-day basis it's just like Dude, your muscles growing you as a callus. Like, you know how like people like you can like kind of like trick into like any type of workout if you like brand it the right way yeah I wonder if you could like brand farming the right way like could you trick people into farming as a workout like with the right instructor and like the right vibe you know it is you get the same benefits and it's actually mm-hmm. functional like your exactly. farmers carries that you carry dumbbells like through the gym but like actual farmers carries is actually like carrying a pail of milk or something so do you think we could tr- trick weightlifters into building sustainable farms so that way we could lean off of capitalism or- oh my <laughs> <laughs> nervous laughter <laughs> next government shuts up podcast <laughs> i turn every bodybuilder guy into a hamster wheel <laughs> i've run the entire country on like sustainable energy from bodybuilder guys yeah, i get the marathoners to like power the city with treadmills that's what i'm saying yeah. yo like <laughs> what are we doing wasting all that energy for what are they doing with all that energy at the gym we need them to be working for something. The planet is dying and we're wasting all that energy for what? Use it. <laughs> you know, we're laughing, but you know, someone's gonna take this <laughs> and they're gonna run with it. Yeah, stop global warming. Cause you won't be burning fossil fuel for electricity anymore, you know? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Got them bodybuilders making like a little rainbow vegan farm. I would love it there. That's the new LA Fitness. <laughs> that's like <laughs> that's like the hippie LA Fitness. <laughs> this is my gym. This is my gym concept. This is the harmony and healing gym concept. We're using you to save the planet. I don't know if I endorse this. <laughs> <laughs> You can't see, but she has her thumb up like right now and she's just smiling like, this is it. This is, this is, it. This is ding, <laughs> you know? <laughs> this, is the, this is the idea that's about to save the planet right now. It's gonna be um, girls in Lululemons running for their heart's desire. 
say powering the whole planet. This is gonna be the gag. Anyway, I'm really glad we saved the world in episode six. Um, did you want to go over roses, buds, and thorns? It's episode four. Episode four? You're joking. Yep, episode four. This is a joke. Okay, nope. I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> it. I know, I know you're telling the truth. I know you're telling the truth. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like Phantom three episodes. <laughs> My brain will like low key invert numbers sometimes. I don't know why. Just like on some weird stuff like that. I'd be like six and nine. That's one thing. Yeah, six three and nine, two. but three and six is. Four and six. I don't know. I'll be like something in between 10, some, you know, something in the middle, but not five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now that we figured out how to save the world in episode four, um, <laughs> what is your rose, buds, and thorns? Um, so this week my rose is starting training um, because I, I have three clients, well, two and a half, but I currently have three clients and it's been great. It just feels like teaching, but I'm teaching like weightlifting, which is also what I'm passionate about. So I, I really enjoy it almost kind of more than I do teaching, but I'll, I'll assess that later in life and see like if my DMA is worth it, but we'll get to that. Um, that. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it is because I don't want to do all this coursework and then end up being a professional personal trainer and not use the DMA. Just be Dr. Piggott working in a gym. I've you know, people are doing that all the time with music degrees. Makes no <laughs> difference anyway. I know a doctorate of tuba who is selling homes like real estate and he's living a happy, financially beneficial life, you know? Oh. Okay. What's your rose this week? Um, my rose is Raja, my cat. Oh. He is everything. I love him. Okay um what is your thorn for this week um hmm I guess my thorn is it's also my training job because it's really challenging me since I'm an introvert well I'm not an introvert I'm an ambivert but I'm not really outgoing and I have social anxiety so I have to sell training to people by going up to them in the gym while they're working out and just being like hey want to buy training like I'm I'm worth it and I just keep like it's hard for me to get up to people and like say something to them but then once I do it's just I can't just it's hard for me to just there's so much value in personal training because it is personal and it's like it's geared towards your body you're never going to get anything equivalent to personal training other than personal training however trying to explain that to people who don't know the value of personal training is really difficult and they'll look at the money and be like yeah, but why am I paying $35 for a half hour session? It's like, well, it's not a hospital bill that would be $2,000 in the next year. You know, you're, you're investing in your health. But it's, it's very hard for me to do that. So I would say my thorn is just not getting clients as fast as I would like to. But we'll see. Maybe next week it'll be better. Yeah, definitely like give yourself the credit of like getting yourself comfortable in the gym before you can feel like, you know, walking around like hey what's up guy you know like um, it's gonna take you a minute before you like feel like you have like your feet wet enough and they would just be like pulling up on people like that 
but like once people see you as like a familiar face and like you start recognizing people too you'll feel more comfortable like walking up to them yeah hopefully yeah yeah the other trainer pulled me aside last week and was just like you got to be a people person pretend I'm somebody and I was like hi and he's just like no you don't sound confident enough try again and I was like it was like boot camp and I'm just like okay I like he's a good person he has a lot of training experience he's been doing this for like 25 years so I'm like okay I've been doing this for two weeks so <laughs> I hope you can give me some slack have you ever seen the show new girl no I haven't oh my gosh it's so funny there's a character on the show named coach who is like a personal trainer and like the gag is that when the girl moves into the apartment he like doesn't know how to talk about feelings so he's like literally yelling at her like say it with your chest like you have some confidence like what are you talking you're talking about like, you <laughs> and I'm like that's just so funny because it's like oh poor personal trainer man doesn't realize he's just like yelling at you <laughs> but um yeah what's yeah. your thorn my thorn may be the uh well I don't know let me feel my leg I before the podcast started yeah I got stung by something pretty rough that I immediately like couldn't sit down after I think I may be able to put my yes no no I cannot put my thigh down yet so the thorn is definitely the sting in my thigh at the moment and um my car being broken down again and um moving and uh not knowing where I'm living in Baltimore so those are all my thorns for the moment (laughs) (laughs) it'll come together it's all gonna fall into place I'm not too worried about it you know it's a season it's gonna pass yeah um so what's the bud hmm oh my boyfriend's coming up this weekend and I'm going Mm. to Ithaca and I haven't been to Ithaca in two years so I'm really excited to just like go back there and see all the gorges and meet my friends again um so yeah it'll be a good trip how about your bud um, my bud is going to be my, I'm doing an offertory recital at the church tonight. So I'm playing some hymns for them and that's going to be fun. It's going to be my last time playing in that sanctuary space and I'm really excited because like, oh, it's just such a great space to play in because it's just like obnoxiously high ceilings, you know, that red velvet carpeting, just nice mm-hmm. and bouncy vibes. So I'm really excited to get one more chance to play in there. And, um, I graduate this Friday. And I leave Tallahassee this weekend. So those are all big changes to look forward to very quickly. It's exciting. Yeah. So much coming together. Yeah. Things are definitely moving forward. (laughs) (laughs) And our birthdays are coming up. So August and being in Leo season. That's uh, (laughs) definitely a thrill. Sorry. I know you're a Virgo. It's not your time yet. We're almost there. We're almost there. It's almost August. It's almost our birthday month. So that's all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, before I forget, make sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I didn't put that in the outro, but maybe it'll be included later. So we'll see. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Harmony and Healing. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Harmony and Healing Podcast. And you can find me personally at the Jazzy Tubist on Facebook and Instagram and at my website, jasminepiggott.com. And you can find me on Instagram as at radiant underscore trumpeter. Thank you for listening and see you next Thursday.
kind of found a way to sit on the bed without feeling like screaming. <laughs> that's a pro. Okay, that's good. But my thighs needs to stay out. Yeah. Are, are you comfortable? You, you might have to shift. Probably gonna have to shift. <sighs> we'll see. <laughs> okay.